Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M, where we are dedicated to highlighting fast-growing Aggie entrepreneurs, learning how they overcome challenges with creative growth hacks, and then connecting them with other entrepreneurs in the Aggie network. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Whoop! Well, we got a little story for you, Ags. Terrence Murphy, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2005. He might be most well-known for being a two-touchdown receiver in the only Aggie football team to beat a number one ranked opponent at Kyle Field. But since graduating from Texas A&M and retiring from the NFL, Terrence has been on a tear, shaping and leading the entire real estate revolution. So pass it back and listen up to Terrence as he shares some good bull. Well, welcome back, Ags. We have got probably the single hardest working entrepreneur in Aggie land. Terrence Murphy, Fighting Texas Class of 2005, is the CEO and founder of Ter- the Terrence Murphy Companies, a holding company that's got over 20 individual companies underneath it. And if that's not enough, he's also a fellow podcaster, host of the The Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. So Terrence, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. We are so excited that you were able to carve out some time for us. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate y'all having me. I know we've been going back and forth. We're all running. We're all entrepreneurs, but we're making it happen today. Excited to see Chris. Excited to get to spend some time with you, Greg, and just talk about what we're doing as entrepreneurs in Aggieland. Well, that's fantastic. So we we love Aggieland. We love being here. We love making this a better community. But Terrence, what is your favorite Aggie memory? I'd say beating, beating OU in 2002. They were the number one team in the nation and they gave us no chance. Reggie came in as a true freshman. I was a true sophomore. And I've, I've, I've talked about this at golf tournaments and places. And then one day Coach Slocum corrected me. He said, because I was like, man, you know, it was the first time that we beat the number one team in the nation at home at Kyle Field. And he was like, son, first and only time we beat the number one team. (laughs) And, you know, it's funny because I feel like that game doesn't get a lot of respect. I'm like, anytime something is the first and only time it happened, I'm pretty sure we should be hearing more about when we beat the Oklahoma Sooners number one team in the nation. But yeah, that's my, that's my favorite memory. I had two touchdowns that game and it was just, it was a great experience. I think we've had a lot of Aggie memories at Kyle Field. This is the first one where it was on Kyle Field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was it was a cool game, man. It was fun. Coach Summon, people don't remember because Summon was offensive coordinator. We were throwing the ball over the top. And um, it was just it was crazy. It was it was a it was a great game. And I guarantee you, with that eighty nine thousand and ninety thousand, they're probably louder than it is now at one hundred and five or whatever. So <laughs> it was a cool experience. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely love that. So Terrence, tell us a little bit about your companies, your, your 20 companies, you know, sum it all up uh, if you can for us and and really, you know, what are, what are you doing with, with everything? Yeah, I think the company that everybody knows, because it was like our first company to really kind of scale, which is TM5. It's our real estate brokerage um, that my wife and I started in our 20s. Uh, we're not a lot of experience. We just stepped out of faith and started it. And uh, we hit a billion in sales and right at eight years, man, it's the first time it's happened that fast in college in Central Texas for a startup brokerage to get to a billion in sales. So it's a big milestone for us. But um, that's our that's our main company that everybody knows. We obviously have Murphy Signature Homes, which is a luxury custom home business building these kind of modern contemporary homes. We call it, you know, we focus on building modern contemporary homes with unique architecture as our model. So those are probably our main two. We have more, um, but they're all real estate centric. You know, we have insurance, we have development, we have mortgage, uh, and the list goes on, man. So Terrence Murphy Companies is now the kind of major brand and 
you know, we have over 300 plus people working for us and we're just scaling them and, and growing them. So yeah, that that's really what we're doing and just started off as that doing that. And it's just kind of scaled in what it is today. Well, Terrence taking 2020 out of the equation, that was so unique. How did you scale and grow and what was your challenge to growing and, and how did you overcome it? How'd you hack it? For one is trial and error, right? Albert Einstein has a quote that it says, people who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. And so that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. And I say it a lot on my podcast, so it's kind of becoming a motto of mine, but there are only wins and lessons, no losses. You only lose when you quit. And so we just keep pushing forward. We keep pivoting. We keep learning. And um, I knew we were doing something pretty cool when we um, won, you know, we won three out of four Aggie 100 awards, Maze Bit School, fastest growing companies in the world. And then we've won the Inc. 5000 award twice in the last three years. And so just being in a room with these crazy entrepreneurs and things that they're doing, you know, Kendra Scott was sitting right next to me and my wife, you know, and it's like, she's got a bodyguard literally standing right next to her. And we're like, you know what, you know, we're doing something right. And so now we're really scaling these businesses outside of College Station and we're expanding TM5 into all 50 states and in 15 countries with our merger with EXP Realty. So that's been the cool thing now because I have so many Aggie realtors that have reached out to me saying, man, if you ever come to my market, I would love to be a part of your company. And I'm like, man, I'm just here in College Station. But now I can partner with any agent in all 50 states now through that merger with EXP. Wow. That is so very cool, man. So I got to ask, right, is that we know how COVID has really changed every single business in the entire world, right? And, and all the lockdown to, you know, we're just starting to come out of this funk. But what's been the most surprising challenge that uh, you had to overcome in the past year, year and a half? Yeah, well, for one, with our construction company, is lumber prices, rebar prices, mm-hmm. and just getting material. I mean, uh, yeah, you have to order your appliances, garage doors and windows six to eight months in advance, which wow. is crazy. So just getting the manufacturing shipping delays and just the pricing and construction is being crazy. And um, I will tell you, it also hit the real estate brokerage because not being able to meet, not being able to do certain things. But obviously, the real estate market in the United States is hot as it's ever been. And it was one of the main reasons I ended up merging TM5 with EXP because they're a cloud-based brokerage. And they were really set up for this type of market. They don't have a lot of brick and mortar. And they were called the Amazon of real estate or the Netflix of real estate or the Uber of real estate. And I kept hearing that. But when COVID happened, they were the only real estate company in the world that doubled their agent count in the middle of the pandemic. So it just, it made sense. And it's, it's added rocket fuel to my, to my ship and where I'm going. And, you know, it's been, it's been, it's been amazing. So Terrence, you're, you're obviously a very forward-looking entrepreneur to be able to say, okay, well, this is the challenge that we've got right now. How do we overcome that? How do we just keep running through that? What are some things that that you're seeing in the real estate industry? And that's such a huge term, but maybe if you can just narrow it down, what are some really key things that are going to be changing in the next couple of years? And then what are you doing to take advantage of that? The real estate industry is pivoting, is changing dramatically. If you look at, just think about how we order food, how we get transportation, how we order goods now, right? Like through Amazon, through, like everything's changing. And so when the real estate industry is not even competing with the with the industry itself anymore, we're competing with other industries because when you have consumers who have a, an experience, they want a similar experience with real estate. Well, if you look at innovation has lacked in the real estate game for a long time. I mean, the average realtor in America is 56 years old. And so there's just not been a lot of innovation. And so now you're starting to see prop tech, fintech, 
which is property technology, financial technology, all those things are starting to move into the real estate space. And I think that's something that we need to keep an eye on. And, and for myself, I see so much opportunity in that. And that's, I've, like I said, I've always tried to be modern and contemporary in my thinking. And that's why I've been traveling a lot, just meeting with these real estate minds all over the world and bringing back those ideas to College Station. So it's an opportunity there. But if people try to stay the same, you know, it's like a dinosaur. If you don't grow, then you'll become extinct. And that's the thing I'm really focused on is innovation. All right, Terrence, I'm I'm gonna push you a little bit. Come on, give me something juicy. That 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 was that was high level, man. But what what's something you're really excited about as you're going through and saying, okay, here here I see the prop tech, I see the fintech. You know what what is something that you're like? Oh my gosh, maybe that's not even feasible yet. But that's that's where I see it coming, and that's that's where I'm going. Yeah, teams, and this isn't innovative. It's, it doesn't sound cool. It's not sexy, but it's it's, it's really where everything's headed. So the real, the average realtor has over 150 tasks per transaction. And there used to be where that one person could service and do all those things. So it's like, okay, I'll put the sign out. I'll run the CMA. I'll meet the photographer. I'll print the flyers. I'll data entry and put it in MLS and then put it on all these websites. Once again, the expectation of the consumer is just went up a notch. And so if you're not growing a team or on a team as a realtor, you're going to struggle because if you take Terrence, who may be the most amazing realtor in town, who's a hard worker, he works seven days a week, he will grind himself in the ground and put him up against Chris, who has a team of experts. He's used the Henry Ford model, right? So he has a listing coordinator, a transaction coordinator, a technology coordinator, and they're all just doing their piece of the puzzle. He's going to beat me every time. So it's not sexy. It's not cool. It's not innovative. But at the same time, that's a part of where the industry is going. And if people aren't listening and paying attention, they're not going to succeed in this in the upcoming market because it's just moving too fast now. And at the end of the day, that's how you get the user experience that the buyers and sellers both not deserve, but demand. So they expect. Yeah. I mean, now you can order Starbucks and just pull up and walk in and sitting on the countertop, right? We're in the microwave industry, and so you got to be thinking about how to leverage talent and leverage technology. And if you're not, you just you're not going to succeed long term. Or the thing I've learned because I'm real big on a cons- consistent consumer experience. They won't get a consistent consumer experience because what will happen is when they're dealing with Greg, it's this way. When they're dealing with Terrence, it's this way. When they're dealing with Chris, it's that way. But it's like Starbucks, man. No matter what Starbucks you go to in America, you're going to get a similar customer experience. And that's what we're trying to curate at TM5 in all 50 states now. And I have a model that works, man. Like, like I've really dialed down on a model. Obviously, it got us to a billion in sales by brokering a billion in College Station. But now I'm looking to put 20 teams in Texas in different markets doing 50 million a team, which is a billion a year in sales. That's the goal, Doug, we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's so, happening. I'm just waiting on the right expansion partners. I'm actually planning a team in Sugarland, two in Houston. I'm looking for people in East Texas, Central Texas, San Antonio, and Austin right now. I would love for them to be Aggies, but I have a model that works, man. I'm just waiting for the right expansion partners. Nice. That's pretty cool. So that kind of answers our next question a little bit there is, what is your big, hairy, audacious goal? What's your moonshot for the next five to 10 years? I'll tell you one is... Ready? It's gonna knock your socks off. Just being a great dad, bro. Love it. Nice. Like I have my three kids. You know, Tyrion's ten, about to be eleven. Tatiana's seven, and Junior's five. Just being a great dad. Just loving on them, and that's why we're out working the cows at our ranch and riding four wheelers. I'm just trying to spend that quality time with them, and then being a great husband to Erica. We work together in all our companies. We're together all the time. Most of the time, you see me. She's somewhere close. 
And so just really getting to where we're traveling the world. We enjoy traveling. So we're, we're doing a lot of that now. Um, and then I would say the third big goal is just making a global impact for Jesus. However that looks, I just wanted to be genuine. I wanted to be real and not forced and just trying to be that light, you know, Matthew five. So that would be my top, like boom, 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 boom. Right now, business wise. Yeah. I want to expand TM five in all 50 States and in 15 countries right now, I'm actually working on putting a team in Colombia and in Mexico and in South Africa. And then just really just growing, man. You know, I have another company that's TF5 Equity Partners where we're buying commercial deals, multifamily in all 50 states, and I'm starting to raise capital. So I'm going to be doing where I'm, the goal is to be doing over two, 300 million a year in acquisitions and development. So how in the world do you juggle all of that? You know, you're talking about 50 states, 15 countries. I mean, just like, how do you manage even just that part, that aspect of the business, much less 20 other businesses? Yeah, I think the thing is, as you can see, it just rolls off the tongue. I'm not trying to sound cool. I'm just being me. And so it's kind of the same things when I used to tell people when I was five years old and I'm going, I'm going D1 and I'm going to the NFL and it would just roll off the tongue and people would write it off or blow it off. Like, Hey, that's not going to happen. It's not possible. But man, God, I'm a visionary. If you've read the book, uh, EOS or I'm a visionary to the T and I take that uh, creative, like visions that God gives me along with due diligence and, and faith and just kind of piece it together, man. But I will tell you, like, since I was 12, cause people always say you're really busy. And now like people will call me friends from college and they're like, well, you're just too busy for me. And I'm like, well, you must didn't really know me in college. Cause I was just as busy then. And then if people are like, Oh man, you're really busy. I'm like, well, you, you went to high school with me. Why do you think I wasn't at any of the parties? Right. You know, it's like, cause I mean, that's just the way I'm wired, man. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 12. And I worked three jobs in high school and just, I'm a grinder. But the thing is, I've learned to balance it. Like even when I was in college, my coaches would tell me, you're working out way too much. Most of the time they're trying to get on you about going to work out. They were trying to keep me from working out. Uh, <laughs> so, but um, yeah, I've learned to balance it. And so like I turn my phone off at six o'clock. I don't work on Sundays and I'm at a place now. I'm only working four days a week. And my goal, I'm finna semi-retire, which sounds crazy. But when I turn 40, I'm semi-retiring. I'm going to work three days a week. But those three days that I work, I'm going to be getting after it. And then those other days, I'm going to be with my wife, my kids, and, and trying to do God's work. Terrence, who's your, who's your integrator? Do you have one integrator over all the companies or does each company have an integrator? Yeah, that's cool. So we Let's actually, geek out on some EOS. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So, man, we love EOS, man. I, I On my 10-year anniversary, it was 2018, we were in Mexico for whatever our um, time to get away. And I read, I read traction in like two days. And I was like, I told Eric, I said, this is it. This is the, That's the key. This is the key that I've been looking for, you know? Yeah. And then I read rocket fuel. Then I read, you know, the other ones. Right. And I was like, get a grip. And there's, he's got a suite of books. And that's when I realized, okay, this can be my entrepreneurial operating system for all my companies. But yeah, so we have one main integrator, it's a young lady who's been with us for seven years, Amber Simmons. So between her and my wife, they're probably my two integrators, Erica and Amber. And then at each company, we're growing leaders to run those teams and run those organizations. And we're just following the same model. So now I can get a scorecard and see all of my companies and see what they're doing. And I can score them really quick. Because you know what we say? Profit and loss statements, by the time you see it on that, it's reactive. It's already happened. Mm -hmm. Versus a scorecard is out front where you can kind of project it and catch it before the end of the quarter or the end of the month. So that's really what I'm doing. And I'm just trying to get to a place where I'm creating vision and um, coming up with creative ideas to innovate. 
Priority and Vision Hacks. That is what it's all about. So we're going to pause just a second and have this word from this episode's sponsor. And we're back. Terrence, I know you are a busy entrepreneur. I think you probably have, what, probably 10 more meetings after after this recording is over. So let's roll right into the lightning round. So these, real simple, answer these questions one minute or less. What is your personal favorite hack? Either business, personal, what you got? Yep. Audible. Technology. The book, the, the, the book where it reads the books. So I like reading the books. I like having a tangible one in hand that I can write notes on, see it. Touch it, feel it, look at it. I have Audible in my ear reading it to me at 1.2 or 1.25. I think it's 1.2 speed. And that's a hack that I've used to keep that content coming. Real quick follow up on that. How many books do you read per year? Yeah, I haven't made it to the 52 books a year challenge. Uh, My wife and I have talked about that. I've read right at 40 books in 16 months, though. So that's been the best year I've ever had. And that's front to back every word, not skimming it, not skipping chapters type stuff. Like, you know, the athlete in me, I can't claim a book unless I actually read the whole book. (laughs) I think it was right at 38 books in 16 months, but I'm up to 520 books in my library now. Wow. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. All right. So along those same lines, what is one book, podcast, YouTube channel, whatever that you can share with us that we can get a lot of value out of? Yeah. One book, I would say, Why the Rich Get Richer (laughs) by Robert Kiyosaki. It's a really good book. It's a really good perspective on just the financial kind of landscape of what's happening in America with them printing cash. You know, there's printing so much money, inflation's eating it away. And I actually do a presentation on this that I travel. And and uh, when I had my Terrence Murphy camp back in East Texas a couple of weeks ago, it's football, finance, and faith. It's got three pillars. We had right at 500 people show up for the first annual camp. And I was talking to a lot of people about that. So I would say, Why the Rich Get Richer by Robert Kiyosaki. And then obviously on the podcast, it's a no brainer, man. Real estate entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. There you go. That, <laughs> I, I, I think the uh, the favorite one of of your podcast, I was doing when you had Doug French with Stylecraft on. I mean, you guys just laid it out, and I mean, it, and you were very open and honest, and just say, "Hey, this is what it is." There's some really challenging things in real estate, but it can be a really good career and a really good way of helping yourself, helping your family. So, yeah, really, I'm, I'm really love that episode. I'm proud of Doug and I'm proud of how transparent he was about his story and where God has brought him from, you know, at as a troubled teenage years or whatever. So I'm proud of him and I'm proud of what he's doing. Yep. So Terrence, we all know the value of the Aggie Network. I mean, you said earlier that you want to to grow your brand and you'd love to be in all 50 states with Aggie, uh, with Aggie Entrepreneurs partnering with them. But is there someone specifically in the Aggie Network that you want to just say thank you to? No brainer. Right out of the gate, nothing even to think about. R.C. Slocum. He gave me an opportunity to change my life, man. And, you know, I was a two-star quarterback recruit. We had, we were one in 19 going into my senior year. And I was just out there running circles around people, putting up crazy numbers, but nobody knew who I was. And right at the end, he gave me an opportunity to come and take and move the receiver and wear number five. And still to this day, you know, he's like a father figure to me. He's always been there for me. Anytime I call him, he answered. And it's just a great relationship. And like people have no clue how heartbroken we were when he, you know, got fired at Texas A&M and they brought in mm-hmm. obviously the other guy. I'm not going to even name him. But yeah, man, Coach Logan, hands down, is the Aggie that has made the biggest impact in my life. Very cool. awesome. Yeah, I love that. So how can the Aggie Network get in touch with you and support you moving forward? Yeah, man. Uh, just go to my website. We just we just rolled out a new enterprise website, which is just terrencemurphy.com. It's got information on what we're doing, the camp, the companies, the podcast, 
Uh, so you can find me on there or you can find me on Instagram. It's just Terrence Realtor, T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E, Realtor, R-E-A-L-T-O-R. Um, so that one's easy. And then um, you can check me out on the podcast. I think it's on Spotify, Apple, Audible, but it's just Real Estate Entrepreneur with Terrence Murphy. Awesome. Well, Terrence, thank you so much for spending time with us today, for sharing wisdom and being really, really open-handed with your experience. And uh, I can't wait to see how prop tech, fintech, and, and how the real tech te- technology is really going to change, but how you're going to be leading the charge. So thank you so much for joining us. Man, thank y'all for having me and God bless and giggle. Wow. How about that, Ags? Was that amazing or what? Terrence Murphy here on Aggie Growth Hacks. He dropped some hugely valuable bombs right there. What was your favorite, Greg? Uh, well, the first one, and it really wasn't on the podcast, but if you have, if you want to get on a, a busy entrepreneur schedule, you got to plan like 60 days out. So that's hack number one. <laughs> uh, but seriously, ha- ha- the biggest thing that I was moved with Terrence in, in our conversation was that's a man that has his priorities and his vision in line. I mean, just being able to realize that, yeah, he has a lot going on in his companies, but really to be able to say, okay, my my faith and my family, that's the bedrock. That That is who I serve. Um, I'm not defined by my companies. I'm, I'm kind of you know reading into some of his, mm-hmm. his uh, conversation, but really to be able to say that's most important. And then to be able to have the true discipline to say, shut my phone off at six. I'm not working on Sundays to be able to do that. I mean, a, any entrepreneur that runs one company can yeah. can find an excuse to be able to work 24 hours a day. But Terrence has got the, mm-hmm. he's got the priorities and he's got the vision in line to be able to do that. What about you? Well, obviously I agree with you. Um, that's was really cool. I, I loved his BHAG when, when he said, uh, is to be a great dad, you yeah. know, I mean, that's pretty awesome. So mine has to be EOS because what he has achieved so far and what yep. he's, what he's on the way to achieving, there's no way that you can do it without EOS. And if you're not exactly sure what EOS is, we're going to be talking about that soon in, in one of our growth hacks shops. But EOS is Entrepreneur's Operating System. It was uh, invented by a a gentleman named Gina Wickman, and it is a a system that you can plug into pretty much any organization. And I say organization because I plugged it into nonprofit organizations that I'm involved with Mm -hmm. and, and it works. It just flat out works. Now there are certain things that in different organizations that it works better in uh, than others, but for the simple fact of the matter that you can start separating out yourself from doing all of the work and building systems that really work is, is amazing. And, you know, I, I think that once and every entrepreneur in the world starts embracing EOS, it's, it's just going to be a better entrepreneurial world, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not an EOS implementer, but I have implemented it in my organization as well as several others inside of, you know, nonprofits, like I said. So uh, that's my hack. EOS, if you're not on it, you need to be on it. How else could he possibly run 20 companies at the level that he wants to be able to do without that system? So again, I mean, Gina Wickman, great book, Um, probably my number two book behind Profit First, but I'm a little little, uh, biased in that that nature. But yeah, (laughs) great, great hack, great takeaway. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. Chris and I hope that you enjoyed us. And we also hope that you'll leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you're listening right now. 
Be sure to check out our website at aggiegrowthhacks.com where you can hear all of our previous episodes, connect with Chris and I, as well as check out our monthly hack shops where we tackle some of the biggest challenges facing entrepreneurs. Finally, if you have not joined the Aggie Growth Hacks Facebook group, be sure to check us out and connect with fellow Aggie entrepreneurs there. Aggie Growth Hacks was produced by fellow Aggies, Kyle Ackerman and Ben Wiggins with Podcast Architects. We also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M University. Since 1999, the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship has served as the hub of entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. If you're an Aggie entrepreneur or even a entrepreneur, head over to their website to find a program that's right for you. Just search up McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship in Google and head over there right now. So join us next time when we connect with another great fellow Aggie entrepreneur and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Thanks and good.